Hello there, my name is Obakam Tom George, the quintessential host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Unearth You, the podcast, is your dose of inspiration that influences how you show up in the world and in relation to others. If at the end of the show you love what you heard, even midway, make sure you subscribe in your podcast platform of choice and share with others. Let them know if this is dope, dope for real. Please make sure you rate the show, leave a comment with a five-star review, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you choose to listen on. Feel free to also share some insights or whatever connected with you on social media and tag us at unearth.u on Instagram so we can repost and share. Yeah, so we have a voice memo for today's episode. I'm super excited about this one. I absolutely love anytime you share um, your thoughts with me through a voice memo. So yeah, at the end of this episode, if you love it, please drop your thoughts with a voice memo. And then it stands a chance to be played on the next episode. So yeah, let's listen to what our listener had to say about the last episode. We'll be right back. Babe, I just finished listening to your last podcast. Oh, you are made for this stuff, fam. Like, it was awesome hearing you all over again. And the conversation was so chill and cool. And I loved it. I really love it. Please continue. Don't stop. God will give you more strength and energy and everything that you need as the time goes by. But, woo! Awesome episode. Awesome episode. Well done. Did you guys hear that? Like, yo, that don't even rate me. Did you hear that? Did you, did you by chance listen to, if you did not, oh yeah, go back, go and listen. Listen to that. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, girl, for your support. Thanks for dropping the voice memo. Y'all, drop your voice memos. It takes you nothing. One minute is fine. 30 seconds is fine. Let me just hear your voice, right? Um, it just makes the whole feel a lot better. So yeah, I'm sure you are ready for a localist called Double Irrelevant 3. On this episode, we have Bukola Omokende. So backstory. Bukola and I met at Self Care Sunday. I know I have mentioned this a couple of times, how Self Care Sunday is that space where black women around the world just come together and chill and shout out to Pearl Way for creating that safe space. It's been like this thing I attend every other month where we just chill over games and conversations, let our head down and virtually pour wine really and <laughs> have fun. Um, so Bukola and I met on that platform. Um, so yeah, we started a conversation on Instagram and boom, we are here. Like she's like really, really chill. And I mean, we laugh every other day on WhatsApp. So yeah. Bukala Wakende is the founder and the CEO of Grudians. You can call her the queen of networking and relationship building. In 2019, Bukala concluded her undergraduate studies with an internship offer from Bank of America, United Kingdom, which she converted to a full-time offer upon completion. Yo, such a badass. <laughs> At Grudians, Bukala brings her expertise in storytelling, content creation, and relationship building to expand the reach and growth of the community and to help as many young people as possible with the support they need to navigate their personal and professional journey. In her spare time, you can find her absorbing nature, reading a good book, and catching up with a wide range of people. Before we jump into the show for today, let's take a quick word from our sponsors. Imagine a world where lawyers are educated about business, technology, and creativity. Imagine what things would have been if you had taken a different path in your legal career. Stop imagining. Act now. 
Register for the Young Wigs Conference 2021. The theme for this year is Techonomy and combines the words technology and economy. And this year, we want to inspire you to question yourself, to open your mind to actionable inspiration. This year, step away from the routine. Defy conventions. It's time to go big. This year, we come to the commercial city of Kano. This year, the 7th edition of the Young Wigs Conference, Techonomy. Register at www.thelegalconcierge.org forward slash attend. Powered by The Legal Concierge. We inspire tomorrow. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Bukola. Thank you. So let's just start from the beginning. How did this all start from for you, right? We, we ask a lot of people this question and they say, oh, now God, like, oh, I was self, I'm self-made. You know, all this bullshit. But like, I just really want to know, how did this start for you? How did this journey begin? Okay, well, so, um, yeah, I'd say that I've always been someone that knew my value and I'd always known what from when I was young that I was born to be successful. And I mean, like I always say, success is very relative. So for me, I knew that if there's anything that I put my mind into doing, I'll do it well and I will succeed at it. Um, so yeah, that's always been the mindset I had even when I was pretty young. So I just embraced being ambitious because that's who I've been. That's how it started. And, you know, I had my family members who had always known, okay, this is this person. And they'd always just wanted me to go in that space. When I'm very intentional about things, I put my best into it. Like I do all it takes. It involves me to research. It involves me to reach out to as many people as I can. I'll do it. Like I'm always very dedicated to my course and especially if I've made an intentional decision to do it. So really that's just been the background of my growth process. And so that's why when people see me now and they say, oh, you're doing this, you're doing that feel, it's because I've actually taken an intentional decision to be in this space. Mm-hmm. I don't know really where I'll be in next 10, five years or whatever, but I know that if I'm going to be intentional about anything or if there's anything that I want to explore, if there's anything that I'm very curious about, I'll do it and I'll give him my very best effort. I love that rundown. I was going through your um, your LinkedIn and I saw that, um, I mean, I've heard you say it, but I just, just to, you know, just do some more research about you. I saw that you were an active participant, I think vice chair at the Lagos Model United Nations. And I just like saw all the things that you, you had done, like just on your way up. Um, I mean, you are still going up there, but like all the things you have done up until now, you have just like just charted your own course intentionally. Let's talk about your journey um, from um, studying law. What inspired you to move from law to um, finance? <laughs> That's a very interesting question. I mean, I had a conversation with someone, was it last week? And the person was asking me, oh, what made you move from law to finance? And my answer was just, you know, it wasn't really... A decision that I knew like okay maybe when I entered university to study law I was like oh I'm definitely going into finance no it was just missing an opportunity and jumping at it mm. so yeah 
I had always had this idea that, okay, when I'm in the university, I think it's an opportunity for me to explore and learn. That's the time that I have to do as many things that I can. And even beyond university, even while we're very young people, just having that mindset that, you know what, like, this is life. I need to explore. I need to learn. For me, like, studying law, again, like I said, you know, it was my dad that's like, oh, I think you should do this. But even while I was in university, it wasn't like, oh, I wasn't doing well because I was actually really doing well in school so there was incentive for me to actually continue in the law path because mm -hmm. in school everybody knew okay this person is a star student whatever and I had done a lot of legal in that was even one of the reasons when I did my first internship in 200 level I worked at this law firm and I was like what is this <laughs> is this what they do <laughs> is this <laughs> we'll go to court and we'll get there we'll stay for like an hour or two and then someone will come out and say court is not sitting and i'm like okay why didn't you maybe send a mail before we entered the traffic and this happened a number of times that i was like ah, no this is not what i want to do so i thought okay maybe it's because i interned at a public law firm maybe i should go and see what it is in a corporate law firm and i got the opportunity to intern in one of the top corporate law firms in nigeria and i still just wasn't feeling it but i was like okay you know what maybe i can still just do it i mean like at first you might not feel something but maybe when you're doing it you might later just enjoy the process so it was while i was exploring all these things i even got internships through linkedin i reached out to this um woman i don't want to say her name she has these um public relations and communications firm and i think you know i told you how i wanted to study mass communication i was like mm -hmm. okay maybe this is an opportunity for me to just explore this side so i reached out to her and she's like oh yeah you can actually come to my company and i, I did an internship there and i really enjoyed all the things that they were doing so all those things was just me exploring at the end of the day i always say it's, even when you do something it's not like oh you do it for the rest of your life it might just be an experience for you and it's okay so yeah i just got involved in all of the things that i enjoyed and for getting into finance there was this um okay i think it was our class group chat and someone sent a message that oh goldman sachs is recruiting africans for their spring internship so when i saw it i didn't even know what goldman sachs was and it for me, like the, the incentive or what caught my attention was the fact that you go to the UK and I mean who doesn't want to who doesn't want to leave Nigeria. So I was like, okay, this looks like a good thing to try because again, there's always been me very if there's anything I'm curious about, just do it. So and I know I mentioned this in my podcast episode about how when I met my boyfriend the first time, like it happened during that same period. And I was like, oh, they said this Goldman Sachs company is coming to recruit Nigerians and Ghanaians. What does he think about this? So like, and he has had a lot of international exposure. Um, so it's like, oh, you don't know what Goldman Sachs is. I, like, I don't know what is Goldman Sachs. And so it was from being curious about that side of research. And I saw that a couple of people on LinkedIn have actually gotten that opportunity people with backgrounds like mine um, who studied in Nigerian universities. So I used that opportunity to reach out and a couple of them are even friends with me now. 
And then I just learned, okay, what the process was like. I went through that process. I think I applied for compliance at the time. I went through that process and at the last stage, they said something like, oh, compliance isn't, they're not taking for compliance that year. So in my mind, I'm like, why did you make the opening? Because I already see myself in the UK. <laughs> I was already doing in it. <laughs> I'm spending pounds. Anyway, so that was it. But I was like, okay, I think, let me just see if there are other opportunities. So that was like the spark, like, that made me explore more into the finance space. And then that same year, I saw that Bank of America had an opening, like you can make an application to, I think it was compliance as well. And I made my application, they rejected me. <laughs> they rejected me. And even like looking at things now, my CV was just very shitty. I had my mm. pictures on it. It was just quick. It was just really crazy. Oh my God. But, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's an experience again. Like, if we don't share these sort of stories, nobody would really see all the rejections and all the processes that you have to go through behind things. Yeah, everybody just sees, okay, she has this opportunity, but there was a lot of that. And I think the next year they had this corporate presentation in the University of Lagos. So again, like all the things leading up onto them was what spawned my interest. Like, okay, what does this company do? What are competing companies doing? Who are people that have interned here before? How can I tap into their experience and exposure? And so when I was applying the next year, it was a lot more comfortable for me because I had the information that I needed to get that opportunity. And yeah, I did that. And yeah, I find myself here. And one thing I always say is, yeah, I'm here today. It doesn't mean, okay, maybe this is where I'll be forever. For me, I see Definitely. life exactly as as a school and i try as much as possible to always listen to what every moment is teaching me because maybe right now i'm meant for this space but in the next five years maybe that's not what i'm meant to be doing maybe that's not the place i'll space i'll be my best and that's why i try as much as possible to do the things that call me because i know even in the company the couple of people who started in roles like mine and they're still in the company but they're doing something different like my mentor started in a similar role as mine and now she's the head of um lunch with gs and they, i think they do a lot of community engagement volunteering things and those things are things i'm really interested in but i'm like mm-hmm. our careers transition over time and like i would say you really cannot connect all the dots from the beginnings in hindsight when you look back that you say okay maybe this this is why i was supposed to be doing this thing so yeah i'm yeah i'm just learning um but that's that's what got me here that's what got me here Mm, this is this is absolutely interesting yo it's a lot to unpack and i hope that listeners are especially young younger people are I like really inspired by this story from Unilag to Bank of America, despite the rejections and everything. You know, a lot of times we feel that we have to maybe go first for a master's in an Ivy League school before you land these roles. Bukola is proving that, like with her story, that you can actually be where you are and attract these opportunities, you know, but don't sit on your laurels. Actually go for them. Go for them. Be ambitious like that. You know, going to Bank of America, we hear a lot about racism about imposter syndrome did you have to go through or did you have to experience any of these things um if yes how did you deal with it yeah i think that's a good question um for racism i haven't experienced that 
I haven't experienced that at all. I think the company's culture is just so amazing. And it's mm. one thing for them to say, oh, this is their culture. And it's another thing for you to be there and be experiencing it. And I'm seeing a lot of things that they actually do. I'm like, oh my God, this is a good space to be in. But for imposter syndrome, yeah. And I, for me, I, I always say like, this is something that would keep happening, especially when you're chatting parts that you've never chatted before or when you enter rooms that you've never been before i don't know if anybody says they don't feel it maybe but i do feel it many times but it's what you do with it right and i know like when i started working there was a lot of things that i didn't know and even till now there's still so much that i don't know but it's okay i mean it's a journey the person above me is has been in this role for two years plus so i'm just coming in how am i expected to know what he knows and even he is still learning and even my manager has been here for like 10 years is still learning mm. so, for me, I'm just taking it as, as this is my journey. I'm not going to compare myself with anyone. But yeah, I feel it and I experience it. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I've gotten this opportunity. And I I didn't come here by mistake. It was actually a very rigorous selection process. And I missed all the people that applied. I was able to get into this. So now that I've gotten the foot at the door, I cannot let fear or things that I have in my head cripple me and not make me use my voice and that's why I try as much as possible for every meeting that I'm on if there's anything I want to say I say it's like I vocalize it because there are things that you probably yes. want to see and you just keep it in your head but when I ask these questions some people don't even know the answer and it's like oh okay this is actually oh. a very valid question to ask yeah. so it, it's still something that I do feel even while working ingredients and it's not just about the company because i'm doing something new i'm doing something that i feel a lot of people might have opinions about but then at the end of the day is that what you not giving your putting your best foot forward is that what you're not giving the value that you have in you i don't think it's worth it so yeah that's how i deal with these things it comes it comes but i just tell myself you know what like just do this just just keep you pushing because at the end of the day there might be one person that will just benefit from you being confident and you stamping your name on the wall like there'll be someone out there that'll benefit from it so it's not just about you it's about the other people who also want opportunities like you and now that you have this opportunity what are you doing with it i love this i mean you did not you did not travel continents to keep quiet at meetings on tables <laughs> you're there for a reason so just shine i love the way maya angelo says it um she says like when you when you shine your light you give others permission to do same right so this is just like an example of you know shining your light and people see the light and want or are inspired to shine theirs as well yes no now speaking about grudians your LinkedIn header says, I am committed to showing up big in every room I walk into and encouraging other young people to do the same, right? I see all you do at Rodians, and I've told you a lot of times how much inspired I am by the work that you do. It's just so top-notch, so excellent. Um, for the longest time, I have followed Boss Babes, and, I, and I've seen... Um, yeah, like I like I was literally addicted to like everything they did. I would attend, I would do their challenges, I'll read their website. Like I did, I would not miss any episode of their podcast. And it's just amazing to see Grodians doing something very similar, albeit with local context, and then something that we can really 
relate with as Africans. I, I know that you are not um, just um, targeting Africans, like people around the world, young people around the world, but it's just amazing to see that we have a lot more local context. So how did Grudian start? Um, mm -hmm. And what has been the motivating factor to just, you know, pushing this cause? Interesting. So I, I didn't even know that you saw the connection between Bosby. <laughs> but oh, yeah, <laughs> I draw a lot of inspiration from them. I love those girls. Okay, so yeah, for gradients, I like I I always feel like it's something that I always wanted when I was young. And I know while starting this podcast, I mentioned how I've been very ambitious, had big dreams, and when I vocalize this, like everyone or the people around me are always just like, ah, why is she saying this? Life is not that serious and things like that. So. I just wanted a space where I'd feel like, okay, I'm not alone. My dreams are valid and they're actually actualizable. So I always wanted a space when I was really, really young. And I didn't really find anything in Nigeria or in Africa that really had something like So it just goes to me wanting that and me saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to try a path for myself. And once I've gotten to a place where I feel I've gotten some balance, I'm not saying I'm, I'm the best yet. I'm not saying I'm there yet. But once I've gotten to a place where I feel I've gotten some balance, I'll also help other people who are currently or who are currently in the position that I used to be in when I was pretty young and had all these questions, but I didn't have a space that could help me answer these questions and i just wanted a place or a platform where i could know that i'm not alone my dreams are really actualizable i just wanted that space and that's why like when i started my journey um with bank of america and many of the other things that i was doing and i saw that okay actually i know a lot of things about some things i was like okay let me just start gradient and so that's that's one of the reasons i started i mean like during the university days and even high school days i struggled with so much i had like a lot of self-doubts i had people telling me that things that i wanted to do were not possible and in a way sometimes even if even if you want to brush these things off when you're hearing it every single time, it makes you feel like, okay, I'm not that special. <laughs> Why do I think I'm special? And then also, like, during my own journey, getting, to Bank of, getting into Bank of America, I realized that the educational structure in Nigeria and many parts of Africa are so backward. Like, there's so many things that they're not teaching you that you should actually know. Nobody is teaching you how to build a business. Nobody. Nobody is teaching you how to launch a product. Nobody is teaching you how to start a podcast if you want mm. to be a podcaster. No one is teaching you anything that would be really substantial to you when you get out of the university some people don't even know how to draft their CV and you know I have not mentioned this but I'm currently I mean I have a PA currently but she's a student and I'm looking to get someone who'll be working full-time on gradient and I've been getting a lot of applications I'm like look at this CV this is quite weird I don't know how up until now this is the CV that some people have but it's the reality of things school doesn't teach you this and in mm. schools in maybe the UK or the US, they actually have very dedicated um, career services or career, uh, they have career department, career services department. They have dedicated career services department. So if you want to apply for an internship, 
this department actually looks through your cv they tell you what you need to do what you should have they promote you and we, we don't have that in nigeria so it's just i go into the university i get churned out of that and then i have to start life on my own and it's just so difficult and it's like okay since i have this knowledge i have this experience i have this background i think i'm in a good space to help people who are looking for this information mm. and like i mentioned on my instagram i can't remember when but i said something about information being power and how ceci made us believe that power is power but personally i believe that before you even get that first power that makes power being power you need an information you need to know something that majority of the population doesn't know. You need to have an advantage over other people. And the only way you can have those advantages is if you know things. I don't think power is a standalone thing. I think it's, there will always be an underline. So wealth can be power. Information can be power. Um, connection can be power or something. So, but then there has to always be something on the line and information is one of the things that would give you the power that you want. So if you don't have information on certain things, those people that have the information will get ahead of you. And one thing I always say is during my own application process, I think one of the things that made me very, very confident was the fact that I'd reached out to people before me who had gotten that opportunity and they told me step by step, okay, this is what you should know this is what you should do so the kind of questions they can ask so when i was going through that process it was just that sense of confidence i was coming in with you know what i know this thing and i'm going to give him my best so really all those things were some of the things that spurred me to start ingredients and even before we launched gradients in 2020 we've been doing a couple of sessions and we started this first one during the start of the pandemic we called it like sai initiative and we took some people through cvs cover letters reaching out to professionals on linkedin and some other things mm. and it was the success of that that made me feel like oh my god a lot of people don't know these things it was when i had to start reviewing some of the things they were doing i was like why are you doing this thing this way this is this shouldn't mm. be how you should this is not how you should do do it so it was the experience of that that made me feel okay you know what i want to make this a thing and that's how i started gradients and like i always say i don't know what gradients will transition into but yeah i have i have plans that i want for it but i'm trying as much as possible to be as flexible and as open as possible because there might be things that i want to do with it now that maybe god is saying no so i have to be as flexible as possible but at the end of the day the goal is just to impact as many young people as possible especially africans because we're at a very disadvantaged position information doesn't reach us as quickly as it does other people with other people in the uk or in the us and there's so many things that we don't know if we want to be competitive especially with the way the world is going into it's everything is happening happening globally so you can always say oh yeah i want to be here in nigeria and everything but the world is getting smaller and if you want to stay relevant you have to be be able to compete at the global level mm. so that's why my primary focus is really africans and yeah so that's basically the whole idea of gradient oh this is so beautiful i remember like just going through your um, twitter page um gradient's twitter page and i saw this series that you had done i think you posted some of the videos there so um yeah i'm a huge stan of grodians and i don't i don't think that um 
you know, it's going to fall short of anything great. Um, a lot of times we think of end results, we think of oh, yeah. what's the end goal, but the success a lot of times is in the process, it's in the journey. That's where you you learn, that's how you meet people, that's how you create the impact, not necessarily where it's it's, it's going to end, right? Um, and so this is really beautiful and well done, well done to you and the team for all you do at Grodian. Um, and I just hope that this keeps going on and on and at no point would you you know lose focus or <laughs> or lose that vibe because it's very easy for founders to lose energy yeah but once and that's one thing i've learned even as a startup founder that um, a lot of times like what would keep the company going is just the energy of the founders because mm-hmm. you know it's it's easy for you to lose it things will just come and just hit you at the back of your head like oh what do you think you're doing <laughs> you know but i'm um, just preserving that energy and just like taking it one step at a time would always would always pay right um so i'm happy that you talked about global relevance and and just being on that global scale because everything right now is global what skills do you think that people would need um you know to get to that point even if they, they started locally what skills in your opinion do you think are relevant to hit that global stage i feel everyone has their path okay for me like the skill that will get me to where i want to get to will be very different from what you would need to get to where you want to get to so for me, it's just, first of all, like, try and reflect and understand the things that you're very curious about. And, you know, a lot of people reach out and ask, oh, I don't know my purpose. Have you always known that you wanted to do this? It's like, no, I don't even know anything. All these things that I'm doing is because I'm like, okay, let me try. Let me see. And in trying and seeing, you find yourself, if you're not doing anything and you're waiting for one inspiration or something just flying to your head and then you're like, oh my God, this is it. It will never happen. You get interested in things when you do them. And you might do something that you thought you were interested in, but when you were doing it and you were trying it out, you're like, "Mm -mm, I'm never going to do this. And I think that was when I did my internship with the public law firm. I was like, never, ever will you catch me here. So I was interested in it. I wanted to know what it was like, but doing it just made me realize that okay, this is not what I want to do. So Mm. first of all, if there are things, like least things you're curious about, right? Like, okay, I'm curious about learning how to do IG reels. I'm actually very curious about that. I know I said I wanted to, (laughs) but I've just got the time to, I need to find time for it. I'm curious about learning how to mix videos, how to code, how to do whatever. And then start trying these things again like we're very young people i don't know people that listen to this podcast episode i believe they're young people like me it's okay but that's just the beauty of life is for you to just go through it knowing that you've experienced the things that you want to experience i don't think we're all designed especially with the way the world is now it's not like okay you just go into school you study medicine and then you be a doctor forever you see people dropping out from what, what they've been doing for 10 years going into something else for me i'd say follow your curiosities do the things that you are interested in but regardless of whatever space you want to be in the things that would keep you going and help you to remain relevant is if you're consistent and disciplined like i cannot overemphasize that for those people that you see daily like it looks like they're doing the most they've just been consistent even days when it feels like 
oh my God, I shouldn't show up. They're showing up for themselves. So for me, that's something that I've always just applied to myself. I really don't know what my journey would be in the next five years. Maybe we'll do another podcast episode of me saying, <laughs> oh, okay, this is the journey from here to there. But I really don't know what it would be. But one thing that I promised myself is I will show up because I don't know what showing up will do for me. I, but I'm going to do it because the people that I look up to, the people that I enjoy their journey, one thing that I've been able to see in them is the fact that they always show up. They're always consistent. They're always disciplined. Even when it feels like this thing is stressful, it feels like, oh my God, nobody is listening to me. It feels like people are criticizing me. Just show up. Okay, um, we're going to round this up soon, but quickly, what's been your biggest failure and what's the one lesson you've learned from it? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm going to take it home and think about what my biggest failure is maybe because i don't take mistakes and feelings and like maybe because i don't take those things so seriously because i feel like they're teaching moments so it just <laughs> it just doesn't hit me like oh my god i think honestly think that we learn most from our failures that are success yeah, yeah. because yeah. okay success it's easy to rinse and repeat oh this worked this worked this worked i can just mm-hmm. you know rinse and repeat and apply yeah. it somewhere else and it would work but like for failures i feel that like you'd see okay what should i stop doing there's something they call zero-based thinking what should mm-hmm. i stop doing what should i start doing what do i need to continue doing and i think that just failing gives you like and more insight into the things anyway failure is not a verdict on you um you said you applied to goldman sachs and that didn't work out and then you had to apply to like bank of america um but really you were able to have conversations about what worked people that just took you through the process but it was because you failed or not necessarily failed but because you were you got to know right that's why you were able to like just look more inwards and look deeply if you probably did not feel and you went straight up into goldman sachs right it would have been a different story your trajectory would probably have been different you would have probably been in compliance right now right um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a good thing i think we should always think about our biggest failures i don't know if i have actually i think about it just on the surface <laughs> level but i don't think i have sat down to like write my points down that okay well, yeah. this one and this one are my biggest failures but yeah. um and for I me think- i always just see it as an opportunity for growth personally like always tell people that i'm negatively motivated so when i feel like it makes me excited like okay are you saying i can't get this that's why like for me it's always like okay i didn't get that no problem how can i get it listening to all that you said and the beautiful journey that you've had you know and your career trajectory um if you were to do anything different what would it be nothing to be honest i feel like Mm. every single thing that has gotten me to where i am today was just meant to happen i don't believe in coincidences there are people who do but for me i don't believe in coincidence i feel like this podcast episode that we're having we're meant to have it the first time that we met at self-care sunday supposed to be there at that time and you know meet each other connect with each other i always just think things were meant to happen for a reason that's why every single time i try as much as possible to listen to what every moment is teaching because there's always something to learn even in the hard times even in the winds there's always something to learn so i'd say many of the things because i've had like really rough times and i feel those things were there for a reason you know like i just mentioned i'm very negatively motivated bad things didn't happen i probably won't push myself (laughs) 
get better things. And even in my wins, I don't just say, okay, I've won. Let me just see. I'm consistently trying as much as possible to be the better version of myself and help other people too. Because there's one thing that I always say, I'm not moved by how much you've gotten ahead. I'm moved by how much people you bring along with you. Yeah. Everything that's happened is like the journey, the downtime, the worst. Like it's all part of my story, right? Let's move over to the rapid fire session. Um, I think this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast, right? So it involves you answering a couple of questions in split seconds. So let's go. Lagos or London? London. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. LinkedIn and Instagram. Hmm. I can't. (laughs) I can't. Like, I think Instagram is something that I'm just exploring. I was off Instagram for two years because I needed to focus on myself. But now that I'm on instagram i think is the place that i'm able to connect with the people that i want to connect with like young people love them yeah but so instagram is for me to connect my target audience right and linkedin is for me to connect with professionals for my own self so i can't pick like i just think little of them yeah okay itunes and youtube music itunes okay wealth or influence hmm For me, like, I think influence really because okay. I think it comes with wealth and <laughs> money is different than what you don't mind me. <laughs> the love of money, not money. The love of money. Yeah, like money is good. I won't even lie to you. Like one of my goals is to make good money. I think everyone should have it as their goal because like money would give you the life that you want, right? But I think influence to me, especially if I'm able to influence you on something that is so pivotal to you that could help you and you can benefit from. Um, so yeah, influence in that area. So yeah, it would bring wealth to you and it will make you happy, really. <laughs> so last question, time or Forbes? Forbes or time? <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> the if you like influence, if you like influence. Don't let me choose. Let's just put both. Time, I, I want to be on both. You guys, don't worry, very soon. I want to be on both. <laughs> if you like time, then if you like influence, then time. Influence, if you like time. money. Yeah, if you yeah. like money. If you uh, like money, fall. Well, the thing is, I actually like money and I like influence. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. What book are you currently reading? Um, Just give us a title so people can check it out. Yeah, so I read Scatterly, so I'm currently reading two books. Okay. I'm reading this Good Vibes, Good Life by Vex King. But then um, the book that I'm reading intentionally is Atomic Habits by James Clare. One of my friends sent it to me. I was like, oh yeah, I actually had this on my book list for July. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm currently reading. I don't really like reading prints on like most times. So I just say, hey Siri, speak screen. And then it just reads it out for me. Oh, nice, nice. I've had Atomic Capital on my, you know, bucket list of books to read this year. I've still not just ordered the book because I love reading prints and not e-books. <laughs> I love the smell of books and I just want to underline, you know, and just have a feel mm-hmm. of the book. You know, it's like a letter from the author to me. So, but I'm going to yeah. check it out now that you mentioned Atomic Habits this month. I'm going to gift it to myself as one of my birthday gifts. So. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, <laughs> okay Mukala, thank you so much for coming on the show i really enjoyed having this conversation with you um thank you for inspiring us through your work through your journey for sharing your experience good bad the good the bad the ugly um and we love you for it and we just wish you Mm -hmm. so much more success um so just before you go um just tell us your social media handles 
are you working on anything presently that you would need support with from my community um just drop it and then we're signing out first of all thank you for having me i really enjoyed this conversation for those who would like to catch up with me i think you can reach out to me on instagram at Bukola or Mark. You can follow me on there. I post a lot. So if you want to see the whole of me, it's on Instagram. But if you just want to get to know me on a professional angle, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Bukola or Mokengdem. Then we have a YouTube channel. We have Gradient. What I just do is I'll send you all my links and then you can put it in the show notes. So if there's anything, whatever area, I have YouTube podcast um i have a website like a lot of things all the things <laughs> i have those so depending on how you want to connect with me you could just check out the link okay so we're gonna put all the links in the show notes guys so just check out the show notes um for all the links that you will need there are a lot of um digital footprints out there like beautiful ones that will inspire you to grow inspire you to growth right um so just check the show notes and yeah if you enjoyed this episode drop us a tip Use Shukran link in the bio. All right, guys, thank you for listening. This is Locally School Globally Relevant 3.0. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Um, I'll see you in from 4.0. Don't forget to share this episode. Drop us, drop us a five-star review if you enjoy the episode. This will help other people find our podcast faster. Drop us a review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening on. And I'll see you on the next episode. Peace out.